how to prevent blisters for runners. Uh, this is something that I know a lot about uh, early on in my running career, especially in my trail running career. Um, I got blisters quite often. But a few years ago, uh, I'd say about four or five years ago, I really learned the tricks to prevent blisters. So I'm going to go over that today. So the first thing, first thing you want to do um, for my run today, I'm going to use Ultra Olympus uh, fives, and I'll get more into that why I'm going to use these. The number one thing to do first, uh, in order to make sure that you're prepared not to have blisters, is to make sure your shoes fit well. Um, I'm of the opinion that if you wear shoes uh, too tight or a little bit not enough room, you're going to cause problems to create blisters because uh, when you're running uh, long distances or actually short distances, let's say you're doing a marathon uh, or plus, your feet are going to swell. So it's important to make sure that shoes fit well. So how should they should fit? Um, in college, I sold shoes for four years, so. Um, I had a lot of experience in this, but you want the width of your thumb in front of your big toe. Some people say, well, still feel it's a little bit loose in the back. Well, after they break in, that won't be a problem. But I often found people try to put on shoes too small. So that's very important. Uh, different brands should fit the same, should fit the same size. Now where they can differ in brands is the width. So like for Hoka, I use a wide. I wear 11 wide. Uh, an Ultra, I wear, because they get a large uh, foot box, um, I just wear a standard 11. So that's important. Next important thing, <clears throat> I mean, if you learn anything from me in all my hundreds of videos, this is the number one thing I can tell, tell you as a trail runner to prevent uh, DNFs, and just a miserable situation out on the trails, which is usually caused by chafing or blisters. Today we're talking about blisters is you must wear toe socks. This is very important. The reason you want to wear toe socks is, um, I got two different brands here. Back up. So I got Exoskin, I've got Injinji. I mainly wear Injinji. The reason is because they have different thicknesses. And I believe they're the patent holder. So Exoskin is also a good sock, but um, they I think they have to pay uh, some royalties to Injinji. But you can see here, toe socks are what they're gonna, what they're going to do is they're going to keep your toes splayed, and they're also going to prevent your toes from rubbing up against each other and causing blisters. And both of these manufacturers, the material is very good. I don't have any heel blisters or um, blisters anywhere. But usually the, the most problematic area for trail running and also road running is going to be blisters around the toes. I don't get them at all with these. Um, so those are toe socks. And with the toe socks, they have different thicknesses. And Genji has Ultra, which I'm going to be using today. It's the thickest one. They have a trail version, which is middle thickness, which I think is good for training. And um, they have a road version. I don't recommend, you can see the wear on these. I don't recommend buying the road version, even if you run on the roads. They just wear out too fast. You know, and Gingy socks are going to cost you $15 plus, depending on if you can get them on sale or not. So I, I highly suggest using the trail version. And if they're just short runs, 
just wear regular socks. You don't have to wear toe socks. But if you're running half marathon or longer, definitely wear toe socks. It will solve so many of your issues uh, uh, regarding uh, your feet. Um, another thing I want to say is there's a lot of creams out there, powders out there that you can put on your feet. And what kind of scenario should you put stuff on your feet? Uh, it doesn't matter, like The Rock says. It doesn't matter! Never put anything on your feet. I can't say it strong enough. It doesn't do anything. It can cause you issues. There are a lot of people out there trying to make money selling products for creams and powders and stuff to put on it. You don't have, you don't need it. Don't need it. It's going to cause you issues and you're just going to waste your money. A lot of the pros agree with me. Uh, Carl Meltzer always says, don't put anything on your feet. There are a lot of people out there trying to sell money, uh, uh, you know, make money selling these products. Um, I've tried it. It doesn't help anything. Um, toe socks. Um, another thing you want to do, I've mentioned before, if you got any rough sections on your, on your feet, you can file them down. Works really well. Like in my last race, which was 105 degrees, um, I got some uh, uh, wear, skin wear dried up. What I'll do is I come in with a file and just file it down. You don't want any rough spots. Another thing you want to do is you want to you want to cut all your all your nails, especially you want to keep them cut all the time. Two reasons: if you don't, you're gonna wear out your socks faster. Uh, nothing uh, damages socks. This goes for dress socks too. I, I was in the shoe business for a while. Um, you can have the most expensive socks, but if you let your tail, your toenails grow too long, they will cut them, make holes in them. So you want to keep your toenails cut, and then you want to file them down, especially before a race. I file all my toenails down, and uh, helps uh, prevent uh, issues and damaging my socks. Or uh, sometimes when you, if you don't do it, you kick a rock, which happens all the time. Kick a root. You're going to have more damage if your nails are long. Um, it's just a fact. You're going to lose toenails in ultras. We know that. But if you don't keep your toenails uh, clipped and filed down, it's not just for the ladies. Guys, you file your nails down. You, you, it solves a lot of issues. Um, another thing that I will do uh, to prevent um, stuff from getting into the shoe and causing problems with my feet is gaiters. I have some gaiters on here right here. Basically, you put the gaiter on. I don't use these in trail runs unless I'm running in a, um, I mean, uh, I don't use them in training runs, short distances, unless I'm running in really bad conditions. These are for racing. So you put the gaiter on. This is an ultra gaiter. You put your sock on, toe sock on. Go ahead and do that now. The only disadvantage about toe socks is it takes time putting them on. You kind of just work one toe at a time. But in a race, if you change socks frequently, it can be a little troublesome. Some people are real good at it. I've seen Jeff Browning's change these things while standing up. I don't know how he does it. So, so I got the toes. You can see my it it keeps my toes splayed. You know, naturally, like my my small pinky toe. Sometimes it wants to go under the next toe, just the way I was born. I think a lot of people have that issue. But with toe socks, they help splay your toes. And that's really good for in running. Uh, it's going it's to help you prevent a lot of issues. So you put the, 
you can put the sock on, then the gator, then you put on the shoe, and then uh, the gator clips on the front, like so, and then uh, on the back, go ahead and do it correctly here, just like that. And you can see that no uh, gravel and rocks should get in my shoe. Um, that's the theory. Some is going to get in there. The really fine dust, like I, my last race was a lot of sand. Um, 30, 40 miles, you're going to get some sand will get in through the, the beginning of the lacing here. So you just have to take your shoes off, you know, every 30, 40 miles, get the sand or dirt out. But gators will prevent most of it from getting in there. Because if you get small rocks or stuff inside your shoe, that's going to cause a blister. Um, you you got to take care of your feet. Take these guys off. So what do you do if you do get a blister? That's what I'm going to talk about now. Um, what I've used in the past, um, I always, I, tip, I typically will pop the blister. You know, professionals say don't do that. They're trying to protect you from infection. Well. If you leave a blister unpopped and you have a uh, 10 more hours to run, it's a lot of pain and you can't do it. You gotta take the fluid out of the blister. And then one thing I've done is I've used KT tape and wrapped it up. But after a while you have to replace it because just the heat and sweat, it'll come off. And this is the strongest tape you can put on your feet, in my opinion, KT tape. Um, another thing I'm gonna, I've got a new product here, but, uh, Prankster. These are uh, blister bandages. They sent these for me to try out, test out. So I'm gonna test them out today on a run and I'll let you know how it goes in this video. So, come in a little package like so. One thing about these these guys that I'm curious about is, um, of course, you, you put it on top of the, uh, the blister and it's supposed to make the pain go away. I don't have a blister right now. But what I'm most, in, I'm confident I can, I've felt the, the cushioning in here. I'm confident that it would make the situation feel better. But what my biggest concern or t test for this product is to see if it will stay on my foot. Check out the adhesion. Um, in, the, in the specs, it says it's store up until 85 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, outside it's 105. So, um, I'm fixing to run in, you know, basically 42 degrees Celsius. So it'd be interesting to see if this adhesion, well, it will work on my foot. So let's put it on now. Come in these packages, I, I they're not easy to open. I, if you're gonna keep one of these in your drop bag, um, I, I suggest using a pair of scissors and cut it open. Otherwise it might be difficult to open in the, um, while you're running. So, okay, got it on there. As you can see, I put this uh, blister bandage on there. I'm gonna go for a run, and then I'll be back, and we'll see if it if it survived. 
so stay tuned. Hey, I'm back. I just did about four miles. Uh, temperature is currently 103 degrees Fahrenheit. I think that's about 41 degrees Celsius. And uh, did about four miles. Two miles are on pavement. Pavement is really hot. I could feel the heat coming in through my shoes. So pavement is probably 130, 140 degrees. And then I ran some on the trails. Um, but got my shoes on. I'm gonna take them off and we'll see how this bandage, uh, this blister bandage did. See if it survived the heat. Curious to see how the adhesion did. So, yeah, did pretty good. It's come up a little bit around the edges, but it's not moving around. So I think it's uh, a little bit closer shot. You can see my ankle there. I think it did pretty well. Um, like I said, I don't have a blister right now, but I was curious how the adhesion would do. Um, you know, when you test something at high temperature, it's kind of like live testing. I've worked in electronics R&D my whole life. And we'll put like mobile phones or different electronic devices at 60 degrees Celsius for two, three weeks. And that will simulate one to two years life. That's how electronics companies test products. Same thing for running and human body. If you want to really push yourself on a run, you run it at high temperature. Or you can also do it at low temperature. This bandage I wanted to test at high temperature, especially since the... Uh, the warehouse temperature max was 85 degrees Fahrenheit, which I believe is like 25 to 28 degrees Celsius, something like that. But it looks like it did pretty good. So I hope this video was helpful uh, on how to prevent blisters. If you have any questions, feel free to leave me a question in the comments. Uh, wish you a good run. Uh, bye for now.